This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane. We got a big time episode. Joshua Perry stops by for our newest edition of Draft the Lane, where we draft sports sounds. And of course, we talk a little Justin Fields with him first because... He's heading to Joey's team. He's heading to Chicago. We actually talked about it on the last episode. Joey started tweeting about it. And what do you know? It happens. Justin Fields from Buckeye to Bear. Wow. We talk about it with JP. I think I love it. And I think it's pretty cool because love is cool. Right, Joey? Love is cool. And isn't it funny that that is the sponsor of Draft the Lane? Um, you know, we're coming off the NFL draft. It is still draft season, whether that's drafting teams, draft beers, or drafting on podcasts. We are here for draft season. It's going to be happening all summer long. As Zoldan said, we're drafting the sounds of sport today with our man JP. And as we alluded to, Draft the Lane is sponsored by Love is Cool. Um, Love is Cool is created by our good friend J.R. Simon out of Oklahoma City. It's a clothing brand built on promoting the message that loving others is the coolest way to live. They have a collection of men's and women's apparel, including hoodies, hats, tees, crewnecks, cropped hoodies and tees, and much, much more. Uh, to order, you can follow them at Love is Cool Brand on Instagram. You can check out all the apparel for yourself there, and that's how you can order it. Message them on there. Uh, help us spread the message that we should all be proud to love one another. They've got some really, really cool stuff, unique things. Um, I'm a big fan of the trucker hat. I've been wearing that every day on my Zoom calls for work. I'm going to the store, going to get food, going to play golf. I've been wearing it all the time. They've got great, great stuff. Uh, JR is the man. And um, just so happens that they're sponsoring the most fun segment we've done on Drive the Lane, as it is draft the lane season. Uh, And this was a pretty contentious one, I would say where me and Andrew kind of stumbled to the finish line. JP uh, pandered a little bit more than some others, uh, but you'll see it all now uh, as we get into this draft. Make sure you guys vote. Um, the, the, the poll is live on Twitter as we speak. Um, check out the graphic. Tell us what we missed. Obviously, we love hearing from you guys. But let's get to the, the nuts and bolts of this, and, 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 and let's lock in. Uh, get ready for our opinions. Get ready for our analysis for the sounds of sport with Joshua Perry. Buckle up and draft the lane. All right, join us now for this week's draft the lane. Probably the best friend of the show, Joshua Perry, who is back. JP, welcome to draft the lane. Draft the lane. You guys kind of threw me off a little bit um, in our – pre-show conversation so this ought to be interesting but i'm excited to be a part of the show <laughs> we're excited to have you we're we're gonna talk briefly about some justin fields here because uh, what episode with jp would it be if we didn't talk anything about ohio state football um i am so unbelievably happy and haven't stopped smiling since the bears picked him um how do you feel about it yeah, I mean, you two are like Chicago guys, so I know this means a little bit more to you. Um, I think it's a very unique fit. I think he fits within the offensive system 
that the Bears want to run. Matt Nagy's a guy who who likes to use a bunch of different looks and different formations and likes to get creative. Uh, we know Justin Fields is a guy who is smart and can learn fast. And from what I know about Ohio State's offense, that's exactly – you know, Ryan Day wasn't necessarily a ton of formations and a ton of creativity, but the onus was on the quarterback to have to be able to process offense and read defenses, and Justin Fields did that really well. So I think that definitely benefits him. He's an athletic guy, so you know that makes sense with the system. Now the question becomes, um, you know, with Nagy and Pace, kind of where they are with their history, you know, is Justin Fields going to be able to get in there early on, make an impact, or is this a situation where things might get a little bit fishy? From what I've heard from people I've spoken to, uh, as soon as they drafted Justin Fields, it said that they basically got an extra two years to figure the thing out. I'm not exactly sure if that happens if the results don't come. That's a, it's a results-based business, so they have to get those out there. So I started thinking about interesting situations. If, say, Justin Fields gets out there, maybe doesn't look like he's developing, and they get rid of the current coaching staff and the current GM. Wouldn't it be interesting – if the Bears, and I have no idea if this would ever happen or if he would take the job, but uh, the Bears fire current coaching staff, call Ryan Day. C, oh. just kick it around. I said C, that. If there's any interest, because Ryan Day is a guy who has history as a quarterback coach in the NFL. He has expressed some, uh, I guess, intrigue in the NFL. Now, not saying it would happen, not saying it's a possibility, I don't know really anything, but it would be interesting happiness. if that happened. All right. Well, I have one quick follow-up question, then we'll do the draft. My follow-up question is, do you think it's more likely after a bad season or national championship for the Buckeyes that they would leave and go to the NFL? Yeah, I mean, if he's a competitor the way I think he is, you can't, you can't get out of town after things go bad. You got to leave on top. So I don't see him leaving Ohio State, um, you know, after not having success. I see this as a, you know, I've climbed to the top of the mountain. I've done what I think I can with this program. I've left it in very good condition for the next person, and he dips out. So there you go. All right. Well, we are going to get started with our draft the land because we, we could go for a little too long talking about fields and day and Joey's team getting their quarterback you know my team the Browns we've already got our quarterback so that's a little different but this is what we're going to do JP I mean I mean you got your quarterback I mean Aaron Rodgers what I mean I don't want to be on record too far in the weeds but I don't want to be on record in case Baker ever wants to come on the show about my opinion of Aaron Rodgers <laughs> so I can tell you off the air what I want about Rodgers but this is how I'm going to explain it to you so we're going to get five picks each. We're going to do a little snake draft. JP, you get the first pick, but then you also pick who goes second, and you can't reveal that until after your first pick. Huh. Can we also – we should talk about the actual draft itself, Andrew, before we get into the details. True. Um, That's your specialty. Yeah. The, the draft in this – the second edition of Draft the Lane is going to be the best sounds in sport. Okay, not going to give any examples. We did not limit it to just equipment sounds of that nature. We put it out there that it can be sounds that you hear in the arenas or the stadiums of any sort in any sport. Um, five picks each. If for some reason both of us who are not picking agree that 
the sound that whoever picked is not a sound of sport, we will <laughs> say pick again. Um, but that hasn't happened yet. Um, but, but yeah, it's truly very, very simple. Uh, JP has gone off record and telling us that if his picks are taken, he will forfeit the draft, which, uh, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if there's some truth behind that, but you know, JP, you are on the clock. Um, hopefully you did your homework. Uh, give us so your selection number one, and then tell us who is after you because me and Andrew are chomping at the bit. All right. So my selection number one, this is a simple one for me. Had to go here. The best damn band in the land. I mean, that that's it. That's it for me. So got that one in. I'm going to go with my guy Joey Lane here with the next pick. All right, first of all, incredible, incredible pick. Um, number one, me being an alum as well, I think that there is simply nothing better than hearing, uh, you know, I think it's safe to say that that takes away Carmen, Ohio, um, like off the board, because that is a sound of, of the best damn band in the land. So there's nothing better than putting your arms around your teammates in our case or your family or your friends at a game and singing Carmen, Ohio to the tune of the best damn band in the land. I think that's a great pick, I will say. Um, that is, it smells, it reeks of pandering to our audience, but I'm okay with that <laughs> because I'm okay with that because that is, um, you know, near and dear to my heart as well. Thank you for giving me the second pick because hey, I got um, one thing to say quick, Joe. Yeah. You, you also kind of pigeonholed us because Joey's right. You take, you take hang on Sloopy, you take, you know, the script Ohio song, you take. So that's a fantastic the Ohio song. Yeah. That's the fight song, Andrew. <laughs> no, it's not. Or it's the extended right, whatever. It's you... the extended version of the fight song. Yeah. You take all you take all okay. band. Don't tell me what the don't tell me what the band plays and what they don't play. Okay. I'm gonna set this one out. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and figure this out amongst yourselves. No, no, no. Sorry, Andrew, continue. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, you take every song that the band plays, every Ohio State, you know. Yes. It was, so, it was broad. In, in my opinion, yeah, you're taking the number one song that's on the board. You know, you yeah. took it off. Well, but 100%. for me, it's an all-encompassing experience, though. So. You know, because it is a fight song. It's Hang On Sloopy. It's Carmen, Ohio. It's all those things that I love about the band. So I, I felt like I couldn't just select one of them. So, had it's a really the, good pick. The full deal in there. It's a really good pick. Um, all right, I'm going a different route. I think that as broad as that is in a great way, mine is as simple as it can be in a great way. I'm going to my sport, basketball, and I'm taking the best sound from basketball, and that's swish. It's, got a, it's a noun. It's a verb. Everyone knows what a swish sounds like. You can make the sound yourself, and it's the word. I mean, like, how much better – could it be that the sound is the word? So that would be onomatopoeia right there. Exactly. So swishes swishes off the board. Had to stay close to home just like you did. I didn't go Ohio State themed, but I went with the best sport that there is and the best sound from that sport. The swish. Okay. All right. That's a good pick. You, nothing, nothing, nothing else. That's that's all you guys got for me. No, I, I mean I love it. I'm, I'm I am a, a hooper at heart even though I might not be the greatest out there. And uh, anytime you get that little swish where the net gets stuck in the rim, that's the one. That's a bonus. Very to the on brand. It's very on-brand, a very on-brand pick. 
Thank you. I am taking a little different direction as well. And I'm going to take the first little jingle off the board. And I'm going to take a pick that Ohio State fans hear a lot. Perry has actually heard it. JP's heard it for himself. I am taking the din, 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 before the okay. commissioners announce the draft picks in the NBA and the NFL draft. So my first pick is the NBA, NFL. Yep. So my first pick is the is that. That that is fantastic. I know that me and Andrew had a little side conversation about the details of this draft. And I went into it thinking that, you know, obviously there's a difference between a band and the swish and even the like a little theme-ish song. Um, but I like the way that this is heading because we all – those are all very different picks, and I, all, and I think that they're all great picks as well. Yeah, no, they're, they're distinct. You know, like everybody's kind of showing where this can go. And that's why I only wrote down a handful of sounds because – you know, I, I feel like if there was too much overlap, then we're doing this thing wrong. Very true. Oh, I just realized that now it goes back to me. Okay. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with football and I'm going with the roar when a positive call stands for the home team. That's so I'm, interesting. I'm going with a, after further review, the touchdown stands. And the and the home stands crowd. are confirmed. Stands are confirmed, which which is which is a louder roar. Ooh, they both are. Uh, ooh, that's that's a good question. I'm taking when. All right, then I'll change it so that we don't have that mix up. And it's just when a a ref announces a positive call for the home team that results in a score. <laughs> results in a very score. very very specific now so specific. Well, the roar is loud the roar is but, loudest with the score yes but i i would say for joey's question though you feel like the call stands is the one that gets the bigger reaction because it's a more controversial totally. one yeah, there's totally. not as much evidence i'm taking so you know you might have gotten had, away a little bit of something stands. in my notes oh, i'm yeah. not gonna show all my notes but i have oh, let me see no i'm joking <laughs> can i uh, can I just butt in here and just say, number one, you just took that way too early. It's way too specific. And I think that uh, you also – and, JP, you tell me if I'm wrong. You get a louder roar when they score the actual touchdown. No, he mentioned that. The, the, the actual loud roar is on the original touchdown score. Like, no, that is, that's not what he's saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, 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 no. no. He, he, had, he did not say that, but he did mention that. He said, although the loudest roar – is when they score the touchdown. He's mentioning this little ancillary roar Andrew, that happens in addition. That may have been what the listeners and what Perry heard, but what I did mean was a snow. But I thank you for backing me in up. His little monologue after he was trying to figure out whether it was confirmed or whether it was stands, and then he went ahead and kind of changed the verbiage. That was something he had mentioned. I'm a great listener. And the reason, the reason I, I'm I'm taking that and not the sound of a touchdown is because the feeling, the suspense when you're like, Oh my God, is it going to stand? Is it still going to be a touchdown? So the relief and the sound. So that's why I took it there. And I don't want to hear anything from you about when I take my picks, because once you get to the second and third round, you're taking your best available. 
not Mel Kuyper's best available. You're taking JP, your best. Was available. that on he, your he, board? He over he overdrafted that one 100. Yeah. Was not even on my board. Last pick. He could have. He could have taken that whenever. It wasn't even on the board. It was overdrafted. Over you guys eight. are gonna love my other picks then. He's got. <laughs> he's got right now. He's got like a D plus draft grade. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Enough Andrew slander. He had enough slander <laughs> after the last draft. Um, but um, with my second pick, I'm gonna stay with my theme, which I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to my fun ones at the end. But there's a couple of home run picks within sports, and the when the game is actually being played, and the equipment is making the noise. And I said home run for a reason because the crack of a wooden bat, when you hit that thing on the center, that I don't care if you like baseball and you're watching the game as a fan, or if you're watching the game as a social event, that sound, it's giving me chills right now. You know the weather's great. You know you're outside. You're having some beers with the boys. Like, I don't know if there's a better sound in maybe all of sports, maybe, than the crack of the bat. Yeah, I'll say this as somebody who does not give a damn about baseball. That is one of the most identifiable sounds in all of sports. Yep. Yep. Very interesting for you to say. (laughs) Very interesting for you to say it might be the best sound, but then you took it with your second pick. So just a little interesting. But you're a good GM. You're a good GM because well, well, you got the two best guys. When you're drafting, though, the best player you draft might not be your first pick because it might not be the most coveted player. You know, true. Come on, man. Exactly. I I had to take Swish. Because you guys know I'm a basketball guy. You could have tried to spike me. It's like in a fantasy football draft when the guy waits to the last round to get a quarterback. And maybe the guys like guys before him are like, all right, I'm going to take Tony Romo now. I don't need him, but I'm going to take him because that leaves the guy without a quarterback. So I was or, afraid of that. We got a Cowboys fan in here, and I don't want him to get Tony Romo. That's how. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So with, the, with my second pick is the crack of the bat. I think it's a home run selection. That was pretty damn good. Um, okay, so my second pick is going to be one from Joey Sport. And I think it's just one of the greatest sounds, period, is the sound of shoes squeaking on a basketball court. Great just pick. Absolutely love it. Great pick. That's That was high on my board. I took Swish instead of the sneakers because I think the sneakers is a bit more controversial where some people, and I don't – I don't know who those people are, but they, they just, like, they hate that sound, which I love it. It's my life. But I think that that is a, that is a first-round selection, JP. That's, you just got a first-round selection in the second round, without a doubt. Yeah, I think I did. It's, you know, it's just the way the draft is coming together for your boy, you know. <laughs> also, I also think it's pretty rare. It's not as easy to hear. You really got to be listening, you know, more likely to hear it in a less crowded gym or, you know – it, it, it hits differently at like a high school game, you know, when you're yeah, like, it, like an AAU tournament. Yeah. When you walk into an AAU tournament and there's like six games going on at once yeah. and you're like, it's, I, I, my, in my neural system is over, it's overwhelmed with the sound, you know? Yeah. That's, but that's, that's the one that gets you going though. When you pull up at the tournament is you hear everybody else squeaking around to get your mind. Right. Like, all right, it's game time. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Exactly. Good pick, JP. All right. I'm going again. Still up, all right. Yeah. Yeah, back so, to you. Third pick is, again, another one that I feel like is a home run. It's something near and dear to me because it's part of 
my life as a football player, but it's also part of what I do in the industry that I work in. And I look to the veterans for, you know, cues and advice and everything. So my pick is Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet calling college football games. Just the A-team out of all the A-teams across any network, really, really good work out of those guys. I think that's very unique and a great, great, unique selection. And I think that, like, you think of them as the voice of college football, obviously. And then they go ahead and they do a Monday night football game for the NFL. And everyone's like, why the hell are these guys not doing every single game? I mean, the A-team is, like, almost like an understatement, right? Like, they are incredible. Yeah, and I mean, for me, a close second is definitely Gus and Joel. I I think they do just – a fantastic job but I mean these guys like what are you gonna do with them you just gave away a pick JP by doing that but that's okay yeah, that's fine my next pick is is Gus and <laughs> <laughs> my next pick yeah, is yeah. Gus voice which yeah exactly <laughs> but right. I, that's I, I love that I love see Titus was so not creative with his picks and JP has gone above and beyond to be creative and I appreciate that uh, to, uh, to an unbelievable extent. So thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Zoldan, anything from you? No, I, 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 it's just really, 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 really good pick. That's all you can say because they're the best. They are the best. And Joey, you nailed it by saying, why aren't they calling every single game? And it's because they have lives. And I wish they just worked 24-7 because then every game would be that. But it's just a really good pick, and I wish I thought of it. Oh, I – all right. I have so many picks I want still. But, like, I can't – I mean, I can't get them all. Or I can't – I mean, I can't pick them all. I don't – I think I got to go near and dear to my heart again. What's the best sporting event in the entire world, gentlemen? World Cup. It, no, it's, it's March Madness. <laughs> it's March Madness. And the most recognizable theme song maybe for any event is a little da 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 The CBS March Madness theme song. I, I mean, I talk, I've been talking Ooh. about chills. I thought you were going like, to go a different way there. No. March Madness theme song. Ooh. So – uh oh ooh, I like where your head's at, but that's like too that's I like I like where your head's at. That's a good honorable selection. But no, March Madness theme song. I think that on Twitter people will like play clips of it like during the year just to like get them going and make make get them to march. I remember when I was in school on the way to Coach Holman's house for selection Sunday, I was driving Kyle Young and Luther Muhammad, and we played March Madness by Future and the CBS uh March Madness theme song back to back for the entire 15 minute ride over. We just kept alternating to get us pumped up. And then after when we played the CBS March Madness theme song in the car on the way home, we were like, I like, we were jumping out of our seats with excitement. I just think that it's, I think it's just an all time, like it's, I mean, college basketball fans worship that song. You know, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. The thing about that is it is a signifier right? It's, it's like a, a cultural marker within the sport of basketball. And that's why everybody is so invested when they hear that sound. It's awesome. That's a great pick right there. Dag on. Thank you. Thank you. 
Great pick. I thought you were going to go a different way. I'm not going to give it away. I know you know what I was thinking, but I really do. As a jingle guy myself, big jingle <laughs> guy, jingle bells, jingle all the way. I yeah, it, it hits home. It hits. When home. I take a jingle, he said, "Jingle all the way." We should. We right, should. Andy, you got we should two. find him a draft pick for saying "jingle all the way." <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sorry. You only get four. So, <laughs> This pick is similar to Perry's. It's iconic, but it's one word, and it's Mike Breen saying bang. Because when he <laughs> says bang, there's nothing better than when he says bang except the rare. When he does a double bang. Double bang, which are, yes. reserved, which are reserved for crazy moments, usually from Steph, but the bang – Sometimes followed by a – he puts it in. Mike Breen's bang is my next pick. What's your uh, favorite bang shot that he is called? My favorite bang shot, and this is the double bang, is when Steph pulls up from like a few feet inside of the mm. three-point line against the Thunder. Against Curry, who? Against the Thunder. I said against the Thunder. Curry puts yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Bang! He goes, he goes, bang, bang! That's great. <laughs> and then he goes, Steph Curry, Joey's down there having a little them. moment. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. You guys are invested in it. Fantastic. <laughs> I, the only other bang that I can think of is not – I mean, I know a bunch of them. Like Luca's game winner in the bubble. That was LeBron in the corner against the Bulls. Was that a double bang as well? well he says right. bang but 50 times a game, but there's some that, that stand out. The bang against the, bull, the Bulls against the Cavs, the, my last memory of Derrick Rose when he banks in the three from the top of the key over Tristan Thompson. I, was, I remember exactly where I was. I was sitting in Mike Ditka's restaurant. It was unbelievable. I mean, talk about bang Mike Breen close to my heart. I love it. Great pick, Andy. I think sometimes you get the subtle ones too. Early first quarter – Curry puts it up, bang. The subtle. Yeah, like he just hit his third in the first quarter. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. All right. All right, it's back to you, my friend. Back to me. Normally this happens if you've had a couple bangs. You, you're the cause for a couple bangs. You've really been caused for a couple bangs all season long. You're at the free throw line. You've put together one hell of a season, capped by one hell of a game and the whole arena is giving you a nice MVP chant. And it's even better when you're on the road and you got the few home or you got the few fans doing it. Rose got that all the time as MVP year. Kobe got it like every game, no matter where he was. But I'm taking <laughs> MVP chants and I'll let, you know, the listeners, you know, that if you're a kid and you're a high school player or a middle school player and you've gotten MVP chants before, I'm not going to take that moment from you and say NBA, NBA. It's just MVP chance. That's my pick. What middle schoolers are getting MVP chance? Like, what, if you got a good I, student what, section, what, what middle school are we section. looking at? Well, I was thinking if, if Josh Schaffner's listening, I'm sure he's had a few MVP chance. That's one of our one of our listeners, JP. Andrew, did you did you give MVP chance for David Sachs ever? Probably. Okay, just curious. Um, I like that pick. Another pick that give uh, – the best picks in this draft have been the ones that I feel as a fan will give you chills, you know? Like um, – and the MVP chant, even as another fan, will give you chills. The only 
it's not a problem, but I'm nitpicking. And, and this is might be what makes it better is is you don't you don't hear it a ton. You know, it's not it's not consistent. It's not an every game thing. And if you're a fan of a shitty team, you you never hear it. <laughs> unless you're unless you got LeBron in town and the few the Lakers fans in the building are giving a chance. Absolutely. That's that's me being so nitpicky though. Like when we went to the Bulls versus the Pistons game, Andrew, and D Rose was at the line, and the whole United Center's chanting MVP. It's like, holy shit, that's cool. Oh my gosh. All right, JP, back to you. No, oh, no, Joe. Yeah, no, back to you. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous because I feel like I'm not performing great because you guys have had some really good picks. Um, there's a few different ways I want to go here. I don't know what to do. I'm a little nervous and because I think I have like three really good picks and now it's like now he's I have to stalling. pick. He's stalling. He's stalling. I am kind of stalling. Um, he's using the whole clock. It's like watching the actual draft. All right, I'm gonna take. I feel like there's a lack. There's a lack of simple picks. Like these have all been great picks, but they haven't been super simple. I'm gonna take the golf ball rolling into the hole um, on the golf course. Okay. Um, you know. As a as a golfer yourself, when it goes in, you're like it's like a sigh of relief most of the time, you know. But like even on TV, when it rolls in, it makes that nice click noise. Like if the pin is in and it goes in, like that's a bonus, you know. Battle. But like Battle. yeah, the little little like doo doo, you know. But like when it goes, there's just nothing. A pure roll into the back of the cup. Maybe there's a little tin at the bottom too. Some courses have that. Like even like mini golf when it rolls in there, I, I just. It's just a great sound. Ball going in the ball going in the old hole. <laughs> um, I'm not a big golfer. Like I'm picking it up right now. Um, but my dad, avid golfer, watches a ton of golf. And I can agree with you one hundred percent. Like that sound is again one of those where you close your eyes and you hear it and you know exactly what's going on. It's a good pick. It's a very good pick. Thanks. I, I I'm with you. Great pick. But there's also nothing worse than when you've had a bad hole and it finally goes in. It's almost like taunting you when you hear it at that point, where it's like, all right, enough. I don't need to hear the, the roll in. But I do. But, but the, the good, especially if you nail a fucking far putt, you knock it in, you get the sound, nothing better. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Fired up. Fired up. The, the, the taunting aspect, I choose to look at it as like, you know, it's a signifier that the hole is over and it's behind you, you know, so you can move on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your last your boy? Yep. All right. Um, so I've got one. You talk about simple sounds, and I think this one is one of the more simple sounds in sport. But my first love before football was track and field, and I was a great track athlete in middle school and high school you know all state the whole deal was setting records at my high school as if anybody cares but <laughs> it's near and dear to me I coached a couple years of high school track when I stopped playing football and so I just want to stay close to it so I had to pick this one and it is the sound of the starter gun in the 100 meter dash final at the Olympics like that's when the energy just rises you're looking at like the literal fastest people in the world competing 
on the biggest stage for track and field, and it is so awesome. Good pick. I love it. Very niche. Good pick. Yeah. I love it. it. Think about the moment that if you're there for the – not only are you at the Olympics, you're at the event that every single person wants to be at. And you're right. You're seeing the fastest people in the world, and it's all started by one person pulling a little trigger on a gun and that noise. You're, you know, it's the same thing that you said to me. Like, you close your eyes. Like, you know what – it's starting a race. And if you get – and if you get the details that it's the race, then, I mean, talk about chills. Yeah, chill and that's one. like – that's the thing, man. It's, it starts the race. And specifically, I said the 100-meter dash. It's a 10-second race. Like, there's so much anxiety that's built up. And then it's like dead silent in the arena. And then you hear the gun go off, and then the cheers start. And then for 10 seconds – it's like suspense and you're mesmerized and then they break the tape at the end and it's just super awesome. Would never, would never in a thousand drafts, a thousand picks have gotten to that. But now that you picked it, I like it. I had to sell it a little bit there at the end. I like it a lot. <laughs> and you actually have another pick there. I do. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do my Joey Lane here because I've got a couple of things left on my board. And I, I can understand why GMs drafting have such a hard time because you feel like you've got a couple of really good picks and you don't want to mess it up. But this final one is, I think, another one that's just – it's a niche, but it's also very distinct, and we've all heard it. But it is the sound of the bell going off during a boxing match. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I thought you were taking my last one. That's really good. That's really good. Oh, the little triple ding, little ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, – I like – you've got a very diverse team, you know. You've got yeah. stuff from everything, and I appreciate that. Tried to spread it around a little bit. Versus you, you got a wild five, as Joe is saying. You got Ohio State's band, best damn band in the land, which really is like seven picks. <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you got the shoes squeaking on a basketball court, which is – you know, arguably a top five. Mel Kuyper's top five. You got Fowler and Herb Street calling games, which should should have been a first rounder. You got the starter gun, the hundred meter dash final at the Olympics, which a lot of your followers are going to love. So when you hit that retweet button, and then you got the boxer bell. I'm pandering. Mean, <laughs> I'm not pandering. I got my last pick ready. I'm giving you some more. No, time. Just saying, I, <laughs> I can appreciate a little pander. I can appreciate it. All right, well, then I'll stop, and you get, you're on the clock now, Joey. Um, see, the fifth pick is, is more often than not when you, where you – that's where you win the draft, right? Um, you can choose to get cute with it. You can choose to be outside the box. You could go with a, a simple, known one. But I want to touch a sport that hasn't been touched yet, and it's got a very negative connotation, but it has one of the greatest traditions of any sport. And that's soccer. Okay. Okay. And within soccer, arguably the best fans in the world are soccer fans. They know how to party. They know how to have a good time. And they show up in full force. And what's unique to each and every soccer team is they have these crazy songs that they sing during the entire game. And when you're in a 100,000-seat arena and you hear the people jumping up and down and singing their little songs, okay, whether you're at a Columbus Crew game, or you're at a Real Madrid game, 
the the fan base singing their special song, the soccer songs are just, I mean, it's just something that you have to experience. And if you haven't, um, it's a bucket list sports item, I think, is going to one of these soccer games and, and hearing the the truest fans in the world. I mean, talk about allegiance to their team. I think that soccer's right at the top there. Hmm. I think that's a polarizing pick because, you know, like for me, I don't give a damn about soccer. I've never watched soccer on TV. I've watched soccer live one time in person, right? But it is literally the most popular sport on planet Earth. <laughs> so, like, you're, you're going to win some people over with the pick. But, like, for a typical American sports consumer like myself, I, you just went right over my head with that one. Buddy. Well, I told you, I'm not – I'm trying to win the draft. And I don't Good think pick. I got Good pick if you're trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be a little bit outside the box. You guys had great sports, like, songs, moments, you know. I've got some honorable mentions that maybe they're better, maybe they're easier picks, but I wanted to be a bit outside of the box. I like it. JP, you have a check mark on Twitter, so I assume you've seen Ted Lasso, though, right? Because that's a rule. Said what now? What now? The show Ted Lasso. It's a rule that if you have a check no. mark on Twitter, you have to watch and tweet about that show. They're going to take my check mark away from me. <laughs> they might. They might. <laughs> Everyone. Damn. You should watch it. It's good. But, Joey, have you seen it? You're such a big soccer fan. Have you seen Ted Lasso? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty darn funny if you haven't seen it. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I remember – I mean, it all started from a skit. On tw- I mean, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, I just, I just want to further my selection and make sure that on the graphic, Andrew, it is soccer – I want soccer chants, okay? It's a soccer I have, chant. I have That's individual soccer team chants slash songs. Yeah, that, that, that works. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> All right. My last Soccer chance. I could give you some of my favorites if you want right now. I'm just kidding. I'm not going not gonna to do that. <laughs> I, my last pick is the home team. Perry, this is a little bit for you, playing to your audience. Okay. It's the home team third down get loud sound. Whatever the home so team like, uses. Like, for example, when we're at Penn State and it's a wow, wow, like, a, yeah. like a, a cat, but that sound sucks. It blows. Yeah, but it's so, but, so bad. That's but, a, the, but the home team down. The home team likes it. You have to envision you're the you're – the I'm, not, I'm not sure they like it. I'm sure that I know Penn State. I will they hear it, but I'm Penn not State sure that they suck. like it. But Ohio State's is really good. Yeah, What's Ohio yeah. State, Andrew? With the with the bell, the gong, the bell, the dun. Yeah. yeah, you hear the bells on third down. Yeah, it's like yep. yeah. Okay, all right. So just maybe, sure you maybe I'm actually gonna just shift mine to the third down. No, nah, you can't. You already put no. the pick in. No. Goodell already announced it. You can't start. No, I'm keeping it because after. the brown the Browns also do. It's third down. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, ooh. Oh, that's corny. I just I, – I, you're spot on, JP. It's so corny. I can't stand it. Terrible. Oh, my God. So, when we'd be so in the student the section, we'd be like, third down, R down. Like, that is so corny. Oh, my God. It fires people up. So, so here's, here's what oh. we found out. Zolden had a solid draft, and on his last pick, the Mr. Irrelevant pick, he just messed it up. <laughs> like, he just picked – 
somebody who literally nobody was trying to draft anyway. Yeah, and I had the easiest, I had the easiest, you know, pick after to not be bad because Joey's prior pick was just so not good. And I and I found a way to do a pick even worse. Sounds like I, a Zolden move. I just I just don't think my pick was that bad, <laughs> first of all. Um, it wasn't bad. I, it was polarizing. I, it's going to yeah, be people just, that it, love it. It's going to be people that hate it. If you don't know it, you don't know it. But, like, I guarantee you, if you walk into, into a British bar and you hear them singing, I'm forever blowing bubbles, because that's their favorite <laughs> team, like, look at Andrew's fired up right now, you know? I'm a little so, surprised. I'm a little surprised the uh, reaction I got from you guys with the third down sounds. That's it's, so, it's, it's not. So it's not good. I, I feel like the third down sound <laughs> in, in just about every stadium is a gimmick. I think they're cool. <laughs> I think they're cool. <laughs> well. All right. Any? Let's talk honorable mentions real quick. JP, what you got? Uh. Well, the 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 big football hit. You know, like you hear the pads clacking together. That's definitely one. And then the other one is more of like a Friday night light sound for me. But it's when the when the football team is walking over from the locker room and you hear the click clack of their cleats hitting the asphalt. That one oh, is a good. really good one. Kind of brings you back, but it's not something I've heard in a long ass time, um, and felt good about it's it at least because. Yeah, you know, we used to we used to make the little trip from the locker room out onto the field, and I was playing with the Colts. But sometimes practice would be miserable, so you know, it, it, it <laughs> just didn't hit the same for me. There. Yeah, I think I, that could even be expanded to, you know, baseball. The metal spikes on the concrete, it's like, you know, it's, an, it's a love it or hate it sound. Like, if you're a fan of baseball, like, you live for that. Um, but I think football hit is one of the ones that's, like, super generic, which I'm surprised we didn't talk about really at all. Um, I think we probably the all thought the others were going to use that one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even have it on my list because I figured it would be taken. Yeah, it was, it was a guy who – you you feel like okay let me get somebody else in the draft and then he falls and he's like the free agent that they guarantee a practice squad spot and they give him like two hundred thousand dollars to sign because he's actually good but nobody drafted him well and he's yeah. sitting there and he's sitting there and you're in the fourth round and you're like why is this guy still available we can't be yeah the- something's got to be wrong no, with I, him. Yeah. I mean and he's cussing his agent out sweating bullets like yep yep Andrew, what do you, what do you, what are some that you um, that you wanted to take? Didn't have the space to. Um, I I probably should have taken this over the last one. I guess is I had quarterback, you know, snap counts and snap calls, and I had more specifically Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, and then the other one hundred percent should have done that. I might just slide it in there and edit it out, and just you know find a way to get it in there. Okay. Nope. And then the last one I had, which was I was either going to pick this one or the MVP chant, was the overrated chant, which is the polar opposite of MVP. But I think <laughs> I, I, I'm happy with my choice to go with MVP there. MVP was it's, the better one for sure. Absolutely. Overrated is like – that's like a high school chant. That's a high you know, school chant. That's play. like a, any game you could hear that in a high school stadium and it gets old. Yeah, you can't, MVP. You can't really do overrated for like a guy who's like made it all the way at the NBA. Like – Ooh, he's overrated. He's no. making twelve million, not fourteen million. You know, it's like yeah. a good college In, overrated though. Like before an upset is is good. That's yeah. a good. That's a good overrated. What did yeah. you have? Um, I had a few. 
first, first, the sound of silence in any sporting event is awesome. Like when there's th- tens of thousands of people um, that are all quiet at once for any reason, like it's just pretty cool. Okay, um, so let me let me. I know these are honorable mentions, but I feel like the only time, and I'm about to spoil this one, that I've heard like silence in the shoe is when somebody gets hurt. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not the reason. No, <laughs> no, because there's other sports where I'm with you. Like you're you're watching golf, and like you said before, you get to the ball dropping in the cup there. You hit that putt, you know, is a lot riding on it, and it's definitely silent. That's yeah. pretty cool. The sound of silence usually is followed by a gigantic roar. You know, you think about, you think about when a buzzer beater, this this the segment of a buzzer beater is, you know, silent. It's like a loud crowd, and then it's silence. Balls in the air, it's silent. The buzzer goes off, it's silent, and then if it goes in, the crowd goes nuts like that favorite my favorite example of that is the Kawhi buzzer beater against the Sixers when it bounced on yeah we're everyone's like oh oh." it was so quiet and then they went yes that was that was fantastic it kind of reminds me of like it kind of reminds me of like when the when you know a team scores and they're reviewing it and they're waiting to see you know no 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 not the same yeah I was getting ready to say you need to just go ahead and let that one go not the same um, I'll just rattle these off because I, th- I think they all should be mentioned and it also proves that like I had great picks to back up the soccer one if the soccer one got taken because I <laughs> very well could have as it was a great pick. Um, I've got a piped driver, okay? You hit it on the nose, that's a great noise. It's unique because not every driver sounds the same. Um, again, crowds in unison, if they gasp or they oh or they woe like at a great play, that's a good one. Um, we got when a this is similar to JP's pick when the when the horse doors open and the gunshot goes off at the same time to start yes. a to start a race. Um, we got the horn going off from a hockey goal. I'm not a big hockey guy, but like that'll get you jacked up. Yeah, I think it's a little overrated. That's that's like a stereotypical one. Um, we got. The organ at a baseball game, like if you're just walking in the stadium, you hear the nice little organ playing, you're like, okay, we're about, to, we're about to watch some baseball. Yep, exactly. And then the last one, which I think I'm kicking myself for not taking this one instead of the soccer one, but I'll stand by the soccer chants all day long, uh, is the Bulls intro music. But that's like too specific. Very but, specific. Like that, whether it's Michael Jordan being announced or – Cristiano Felicio being announced. I if that music comes before it, I'm getting so jacked up. We had we had that intro when we played in St. John Arena. We used that as like the under music for when the guys got announced, and I was like, oh my god, we're gonna win by a hundred. So those are mine. I just rattled them off. Sorry, I had I wrote down so many like like so many, throughout the day, all day today. I was just writing stuff down. But yeah, yeah. Like I told you, I only had a I only had a couple backups. And I was just going to call the draft if mine got stolen. So, I think – Look I at think Joey we, doing his homework. I think we all <laughs> – Just wanted to be prepared. We all, to be prepared. we all did a great job. I, I, I think we could do, like, a whole secondary draft of just sports jingles and songs because that would be – Oh, <laughs> we never actually said it out loud. Obviously, I was talking about one shining moment. I thought that's what you were going to say, Joey, and you've been yeah. in there too. So, I really thought that's what you were going to say. 
I definitely, my thought process going into this was less focused on songs and, and jingles and stuff like that and more on the actual like equipment on equipment, like I've been saying. Um, so I had to kind of, you know, pivot a little bit, which I was fine with. I had those ready to go. I did my homework, you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, this was a blast. Obviously you guys, we're going to tweet out um, the graphic with the picks and a way to vote. Um, so make sure you get your votes in. Uh, maybe this will be the time that me and Andrew win instead of our guest. <laughs> I hope not. Should we, should we give the name or should we reveal the name later? The name of what? The name of like on the, should we do option one, option two, option three, or should I put Joey, no, JP, no. So put our names. You gotta, you gotta put our names. All right, JP, <laughs> thank you for coming on Draft the Lane. As always, appreciate you guys. It's a blast every time I'm on the show. If I'm ever with you at a football game, I'll make sure I plug your ears during third down because you, I guess, <laughs> that sound. It depends so on, on the stadium, okay? No, it's – But generally, it's a our hatred of the third down. No, I mean, it, there's, there, there's a couple of gems, but generally it's a damn gimmick. I'm not for it. Don't even – just offense, just first, second down, be efficient so we don't have to get to third downs. Like, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's a good point. Spoken by a true football guy right there. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right, guys. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks, man. Talk thanks soon. again, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir.